When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey traders, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Fired up this morning. It's a Monday morning. We just got finished our Q&A session and we had a great one. Lots of discussion on backtesting, lots of discussion on maximum favorable excursion, maximum adverse excursion, position size building, all the fun stuff. And I'm excited about it, not because of those topics, but the fact that you can see that our traders were getting more and more knowledgeable. Many of the traders have been working with us here at Tier 1 uh, Trading for years, and, uh, but really in the beginning of the year as we launched a new educational platform. And it's just really cool to see how they've evolved over time. And that's kind of been a, a common theme of this weekend. I want to read, read with you uh, a message I got on the chat today and, and kind of some other messages that I got all over social media. By the way, if you're not following me on social media, you can do so at Akil Stokes RTM on the Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. And heads up, there's a lot of scammy people out there pretending to be me. So if I ever directly shoot you a DM or if you're on Facebook and you look at the, the URL and it says facebook.com slash like some weird name, it's not me. Don't fall for it. All right. But a trader we work with, Scott, said this morning on the chat, he said, last week's results, right? A lot of our traders are they're, they're focusing on being accountable. So they're, they're sharing their thoughts and whatnot with the group. And it, it really helps them just take it to the next level. But he said, last week's results plus 140 pips on the pound dollar. Oh, I hate that pair this year. Uh, hit over the weekend with the gap. Also still in the dollar yen long and Aussie dollar short held it through the weekend. But I'm not going to lie, even though I got all these pips on the pound dollar, it's still break even because of my mistakes and inconsistency. But I know what I did wrong. So going into this week with more patience and better awareness. And I, I shot this out on the Twitter and I said, got this from one of our traders this morning. And I'll tell you what, I'm very happy for his profitable week. I really am. But what stands out the most for me was his ability to be honest about what's holding him back and what he needs to focus on for the future. And it, it there's a lot of likes for it, which I'm glad you guys are, are loving this trader's response. And I got another response from a guy that says, Akil, you know what? I never thought this Forex stuff would take time uh, to become consistently profitable. Not claiming that I'm consistently profitable yet, but this journey has kind of slapped me in the mouth and really changed my mind. and 
I've eliminated the, the idea that I'm going to become a billionaire in six years. And there are a lot of traders out there, and yours truly was one of them, that thought this was a get-rich-quick scheme. And, and not necessarily in a negative way, like I'm going to show up with no work and just do it, but thought it was easy to master, thought you can get in right away, just start making money hand over fist and solve all of your life's problems. And the truth is, it takes time. And what's surprising is this, right? We allow other, other really uh, forms of employment in this world, we, we allow them to take time, right? If you want to be a doctor, you know, yeah, you got to go to school for six years, eight years, 10 years, whatever. If you want to be a lawyer, you got to go to school for this long. You want to be an engineer, you got to go to school for this long to learn the skill before you can finally put it to use and, and get good. However, in trading, we always assume that, hey, you know, you just do it and tomorrow I'll be great. And I don't, I don't know why that is. We are dissecting the financial markets. We are dissecting um, something that we are trying to make predictions in something that really is, is hard to predict because it's based off of us, the participants. And as humans, we're hard to predict, especially with everything going around in the world, the terrorist stuff, the wildfires, uh, elections, right? It's, it's Brexit. Um, <laughs> there's so much going on. It, it's, it's hard to be stable. So it, it takes a lot of time to not, not only learn the skill of trading, but to master it. And another message that I got from a trader who was, he was saying, hey, Akil, I found you guys. I would love to get educated, but I don't have money to start trading. And here's the thing. First and foremost, when you first decide that you're gonna embark on the trading journey, you're gonna educate yourself on learning how to trade and, 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 and doing whatnot, you're committing to the long game, right? In my eyes, you should be committing to at least three years, right? If you're not giving yourself three years, I mean, are you even giving yourself enough time to see if you're good or not? Probably not. For you guys that are out there that are saying, hey, I'm going to give myself a week and if it doesn't work in a week, then whatever, it's done. You're not giving yourself enough time, right? You have to fail. Not quit and give up, but you have to fail. You have to kind of go through the hardships, learn from those hardships, find out what you did wrong, work on not letting that happen again, and then get better. And it's a, it's a consistent path of hopefully, at the beginning it's probably one step forward, two steps back, one step forward, two steps back, but eventually it goes into one, 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 and then eventually you know two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. And it's a long process. And, and just like Scott mentioned, hey, you have these good streaks, but because you took those steps backwards, you don't really move forward as much as you should unless you focus on what you did wrong and really focus on getting better. So I told this trader, hey, if you know you don't have enough to trade right now, then you're actually in a, in a, in a, in a good place because you're not even gonna have the urge to try to start trading right away. When you come into the market and you try some silly demo thing and it works, you're not gonna have the urge to kind of throw in real money and blow it because you don't have it. You have the luxury of focusing really 100% on your education. And by the time you're ready to trade, you'll have enough money saved up to do so. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But understand education takes time and it has to be a deliberate action. I remember the interview I did with Steve Burns the other day. I think it was trading episode, trading coach podcast episode 101, something like that. It was titled How I Achieve Financial Independence, right? Steve said he's read a thousand books. 
He's committed years and years and years, sacrificed this and that and this to his education. He's read a thousand books. So he invested all of that time in being and earning knowledge before he actually got into trading. And it's no surprise that once he got into trading, yeah, there were a few setbacks, but he was able to stay on the right trajectory, right? He was able to keep going in the right direction and eventually put himself in a position where he can retire right now and just live off of his trading results. And he shared, a, you know, I bring this up because he, he shared, made us feel bad. He shared a picture on Instagram of his trading library. It's this massive, uh, you guys probably saw it. I put it on Facebook as well. This this massive like four bookcase thing with thousands of books. And I looked over at mine. I, I thought I had a lot of books. I got about three bookshelves and I'm like, well, I feel bad. And all over Instagram, people started sharing with me their, their, their trading setups. And this one guy, uh, Eddie, he sent me a little, uh, he, he shared a picture. It was like five books. I'm like, well done. He's like, yeah, well, honestly, I've only read about two of them, but you know, that's it. And I said, yay, look, you're going in the right direction. He said four, give him some credit. He's read four. You're going in the right direction. And we had a little bit of a conversation, right? I slid into his DM and hit him up, right? <laughs> he said, uh, I just finished reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, which is one of the books that you've recommended to me over the weekend. It totally changed my perspective towards money. Brilliant book if you haven't read it yet. Um, totally changed my perspective towards money and particularly my money spending habits, right? I've been trying to look rich when I really should have been buying books and self-educating instead of buying myself fresh clothes and football books, uh, football boots every month. And I loved it. it. It's a game changer. I love the fact that he said, I've been trying to look rich, right? We, we put on this persona. We're, we're so worried about what other people think about us that we want to look a certain way instead of really investing in what matters. And what matters is education. Invest your money in your education, right? You are your biggest investment. I hope you understand that, right? You are your biggest investment, right? Just like an athlete, how I tell my athletes all the time, right? You got to pay attention to what you eat, right? What you put in your body, right, is going to determine how your practices go, how you develop into games, right? What you put in your body is your fuel. Same thing for you guys with fancy cars, right? What you put in your car, right, has an effect on how your car runs. Well, we're the same way as far as learning, right? What we take in is going to directly affect what we get out of it. So if we're investing in our education, if we're buying books, if we're listening to videos on YouTube, if we're attending webinars and seminars or listening to podcasts, I know this great podcast called um, The Trading Coach Podcast, excellent. Recommend checking it out. Recommend uh, that you leave it a review and a rating on iTunes as well. Wink, wink, right? When you invest in that, you're gonna get, you're investing in your knowledge. And you don't see it right away, but you get so much more out of that in the future. And I remember a, a quote from Rich Dad Poor Dad. Again, this is one of my favorite books. And he says, uh, Robert Kiyosaki says, I'm concerned that too many people are focused too much on money and not on their greatest wealth, which is their education. If people are prepared to be flexible, keep an open mind and learn, they will grow richer and richer through the changes. If they think money will solve the problems, I'm afraid those people will have a rough ride. Intelligence solves problems, 
and produces money. Again, intelligence solves problems and produces money. Money without financial intelligence is money soon gone. And this is exactly what this trader was doing. He decided to make the switch. He said, instead of just wasting money on clothes, right? The money soon gone. You look good for a day, right? You know, you get a little, get a couple of likes on your Instagram posts. It's all good. We know it helps the ego. But when he, he's, when he decided to stop spending money on that, which gives no return, right? A new pair of shoes doesn't give you any return and start focusing it on education, which will give them a longer term return. Man, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. And what he's doing is he's taking the first steps in controlling his financial future just by educating himself on the value of money, right? But more so the value of investment, whether it's it's monetary or whether it's educational. Now, the problem that a lot of people have is they don't know how to save, right? It's, it's very easy to say it. I'm going to stop doing this and do that. But then when you actually do it, when you got those crisp hundos in your hand, you're at the mall and you see this new pair of shoes, you're like, oh, man, I would look good in that. It's, it's hard not to make that impulsive buy and save it. And there are many, there are many, many budgeting tips out there. Uh, I'm not going to make this in a whole podcast about different budgeting tips because I believe just like trading, right? The way you manage your money, the way you budget should be focused on your personality. You got to figure out what your flaws are, what you're likely to do and create something that works with that, right? One of the biggest things for people that aren't disciplined is, is making it automatic, automated, excuse me, right? Automate it. Have the money that you're supposed to save taken out before you even get to see it, right? If you don't see it, you're not tempted to spend it. Something that has always worked well for me is paying myself first. And it may be worth a try really combining that. Have you guys ever heard of the, the what's it called? The 30-day rule as far as like purchasing to help control like impulse spending, right? It's called the 30-day rule. And what it, is, what it means is this. So you, when you find something you want, say it's on Amazon or in the store, right? Instead of buying it right away, right, you write it down on a little, you know, your phone or a little notepad, put it somewhere and you wait 30 days. And if you feel the same way you did about it at the moment, 30 days later, then you make the purchase and it, it cuts down on impulse spending. I know we've all been there where we get something and we're all we're all fired up in the moment. Right? I got a, I got a little kid, right? He's going to turn four in two days. Right. And whenever we go to Walmart, he'll get something. He'll see this toy. Daddy. This is the best toy ever. I love this toy. I want this toy so bad and I'll get it, right? And he'll come home, he'll play with it for a week and then you'll never see it again. I'm like, where'd that, where'd that toy go? I don't like that toy anymore. I'm like, oh man, like if we just would have waited, could have saved some money on it. And we do the same thing. So try waiting 30 days to see if if you can kind of get rid of those 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 impulsive spending habits and only buy stuff that you want to buy. Another way that works, and you can combine this as well, is, and I, I love this method, is pay yourself first. When you, when you do your budgeting, right? When you do your budgeting, give yourself a paycheck. Say, I'm going to give myself 10% of whatever I made at my paycheck, and that's what I'm going to spend on me. Maybe 10% is a little bit too high. 5%, and that's what I'm going to spend on me. And whatever that 5% number is, 
That's your fund money. And you can do whatever you want with that fund money. I recommend making it straight cash. That way you don't have to worry about credit card and all that stuff. You actually have it. And when it runs out in your hand, it's gone. But make it straight cash. And whatever you want to spend that fund money on, you can spend it on. And you can save it. You can roll it over for bigger things. Right? But the key is once that money's gone, you don't spend it on yourself. And that keeps you to that budget. So if you combine that, right, you have you pay yourself first, have that fund money, and stick to your 30-day rule, there's a good shot that you'll be more knowledgeable about what you spend your money on. Now, why am I talking so much about, about saving money and not spending? Well, because the the easiest way to make more money is to spend less. So if you're in a position like the trader I mentioned earlier who said, hey, Akil, I don't have enough time to, to, to fund an account, um, so I'm, I'm not even going to get started on my trading. Here's the mindset that that trader should have. On average, and this is for people that are even educated. If you're not educated, it's going to take even longer. But for, on average, for people that get educated, you usually don't start seeing success in your trading until after your first year. Right. It takes about 30 to 90 days to really learn. Right. We all know the 30 to 45 days to uninstall an old habit, 30 to 45 to build a new one, blah, blah, blah. And then it takes maybe another 30 days after that to go through the whole process of finding out what you want to trade, back testing it and all that fun stuff. If that short, then that puts you at what? Um, 90 days could put you at about six months. Right. Then let's add another six months of just struggling. Right. Typically, you don't come out the gate and you're good. You kind of Go up and down, two steps forward, one step back, left and right, you know, all types of stuff. And let's say after you get through all of those battles, right, you're, you're, you're 365 days in and you finally kind of figured out what you need to do to trade. That's when you start seeing those results. So you have about a year that you can save up. If you are unable to fund an account or fund it at the level that you want to, you have a, at least at minimum a year I didn't even talk about demo trading on that stuff. Maybe a year and a half. You have about a year and a half while you're learning, right? While you're doing something, you're moving in the right direction and you don't have that impulse to, to trade live right away and blow money. You have that year and a half to save, right? And if you combine that with the good saving habits, right? You're, you're, you're spending less because you're doing your 30-day rule. You've decided to invest in your education instead of just reckless stuff on the internet. Right, you go out on dates instead of getting the lobster and the steak, right? To impress her, you get one or the other, right? Maybe you know you get a salad or something. You you don't go for the appetizers, you don't go for dessert, something like that, right? So many ways to save. We've talked time and time before in this in this podcast about um, the latte factor of going through your daily life and and, and taking out unnecessary stuff. Um, but there's so many ways to save, and. If you let's let's just do the math. Let's say I think when we talked about my my personal experience in the latte factor, um, I talked about going to the store and buying like candy and, and dumb stuff like that. And I said I can save twenty five dollars a week if I just cut that out. That singular, right? Twenty five dollars a week. Let's say I do that uh, for four weeks, right? That's a hundred dollars a month. That's four hundred uh, four thousand eight hundred dollars a year. Let's say five thousand just to make it easy, right? So I save $5,000 a year just by cutting out those $25 a week on the weird stuff that I don't need to buy, but I am because, you know, it's an impulsive buy, right? Now, 5,000, maybe that's enough for you to start an account with. 
Maybe you want more. Maybe you spent, you plan on starting with a $10,000 account. Well, another way is to get another job, work more. And people always complain about, oh, I can't make more money, right? It's not about the money. You can always make more money. You can go broke a million times and always make money. There's always some way to make money, right? The key is managing your money correctly, right? Budgeting correctly, saving correctly. That's the key. Holding on to the money that you make because most people make it and they spend it right away. Many people spend it before they even make it. They're working at a deficit. They're, they're waiting for their paycheck so they can pay on something they already owe. Scary stuff, right? But let's say you get a job and let's say, um, what's an easy job? McDonald's. Well, no, let's, this is the new age. Let's go to Uber, right? Uber or Lyft, whatever one of those services are, right? Because that's an easy job. You can create your own schedule. You never have to complain about um, not being able to do it because you control when you work. You don't have a schedule that your McDonald's manager gives you. You wake up and say, hey, I want to get five hours in this Saturday. I'm going to do it. One of my best friends does it on the side. Doesn't have to do it, but he says, hey, I, when I get free weekends, sometimes I like to do it. And again, if you're investing in your education, guys, guess what you can do while you're Ubering around? Listening to an audiobook, listening to a podcast, right? Killing kind of two birds with one stone. So let's say you pick up some side hours doing Uber, right? And Uber... If my numbers are correct, um, I've heard that you typically make like you average like $25 an hour, but right, there's always a but after Uber takes its fees and after like, uh, you know, stuff for gas and whatnot on your car and healthcare stuff, you probably end up making about $10 an hour around there. Again, I could be wrong. These are just kind of rough estimations off of when I, when I first started researching Uber and, and whatnot a while ago. So let's say you make about $10 an hour. So let's say you decide to do, hey, I'm going to do five hours on Saturday, five hours on Sunday, right? I'm going to commit to 20 hours, let's know, let's, let's, uh, 10, 10 hours a week, 10 hours a week. So again, another $100 a week that you're making extra on Uber, $400 a month. Again, let's just round it up and call it $5,000 a year. So now, this whole time, while you're continuing to educate yourself and you go through the process of trading, of learning to trade, not only did you make $5,000 from saving, just making smarter financial decisions, but you made another $5,000 from a secondary job that you picked up for a year. You commit it for a year. Big deal, right? Akil, I don't want to commit five hours. I love my Saturdays and Sundays, right? Well, what do you love more? Putting in a little bit of work now or gaining a lot of freedom later, right? Do you think anyone that's successful, that is, that is living on their own time, that is at the place right now in their life where they can do whatever they want, whenever they want, they've, they've achieved complete financial independence. You think any of those guys and girls are whining about, oh, I spent a year and I committed 10 hours a week driving Uber and it was, oh, it was, oh, it was so bad, right? Is anybody doing that? No, that's the sacrifice. That's the investment. That's what it takes. Put it into perspective. Think about it. Who wouldn't invest a year of hard work to gain multiple years of freedom later? You got to be an idiot if you say no. Either that or <laughs> you ain't about this life. One or the other. Invest that year. Invest that year of being frugal, even though you should be frugal no matter what. That, that habit should stay. Maybe you quit the Uber job, but you, you should keep being frugal and budging the right way. 
but you've invested a year of hard work on both cutting down on your impulsive buys, saving money, and working extra time. You got 5,000 from the left, 5,000 from the right. You got $10,000 that you can now dump into a trading account and start trading with. And you did that all in the same time, even a little bit beforehand, all in the same time of what it takes you to learn to trade the right way anyway. Think about it from that perspective next time you say that, oh, I, I can't get started in trading because I, I don't have any money. Plan it out. Understand what the learning curve looks like in this industry. Understand that no matter what, whether you have the money or you don't, you're investing a year. You're investing two years before you should even plan on being good. And when you kind of know the destination, you can start taking the right actions to set yourself up for success once you're at the level where you can achieve it.